0: New polling out today, folks. New polling is out today, so we're probably going to start with that because uh, this polling, you know, I, I I'm going to flip flop like a extinguished uh, career Democrat. <laughs> I, I I just I, you know I, with the things that, that that have been happening and now with the storm the shooting and the storm in Florida, and after that debate, now that things have really fallen out and we've, we're seeing a little bit of data and, and and things the way people reacted from the debate, uh, I'm not so sure anymore that Trump has this locked up I, I it's interesting what we're seeing, and again, everything can change. a lot can change. There's a lot of time left, but my goodness. There is – uh if you've ever heard the statement, uh, events change things, my boy, events change things. I believe – I don't remember who said that, but it was back in, I want to say, the World War II time, some dude from England, uh not Churchill. I don't think it was uh, – maybe it was. I'd have to look it up. I don't remember. But somebody was asking about what would change, what could change, or what could happen, and, and his answer was – uh events, dear boy. Events. Events change things. Well there are and and you know, those of you who hear who listen to Eric Erickson, he talks about that. I'll have to ask Eric because he knows who said that. Um, when I fill in next for Eric I'm gonna have to ask him. But uh um, but it's true. It's true. Events changed things. And, and and there are a lot of things that have been happening over the last few weeks, uh, actually really the last week or so. I mean, my goodness, just since the, uh, the, since the Republican debate, which I still think was a, a B-Team show for who's vying for VP. But because of what's happening now with the storm about to hit Florida with the shootings that happened and, and, uh, and now with some data coming out, some new polling coming out showing that uh, <laughs> there's there's trouble out there for the two old farts. <laughs> the two old farts running for president are not liked by many people. I, I mean, now there's there's enough polls and polling averages. And look, the way to read polls is don't read individual polls. Read the averages. Find a real r- r- real clear politics or or, or a site that w- that will show you the average polls so you can see where the trends are. Uh, watch the trend. You can you can get better information if you watch the trends. Uh, where are the polls going? What are the averages? And what's the average trend? Uh, that you can see. There's going to be polls or, with, with people up, people down. And, and you can't trust a lot of polling anyway. We know that. Uh, and then if you're a polling group and you want an answer, you're going to figure out how to ask the questions to get to the answer that you already want. You, every poll was done with a predetermined answer. Trust me on this. Uh, Okay, 90-something percent of the polling that's done has a predetermined answer that they're trying to get to, and that's how they're going to phrase their questions to try to get to that answer. I, know there are a good, a few good polling groups out there that are out there just trying to pull the, the, the pulse of the country, the pulse of the voter to see where they're le- leaning towards. Well, if you take those pollsters and you look at the trends, well, there's data coming out now that's having me doubting a little bit. Uh, you know, I, 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 I still think that Trump's probably going to get this nomination and he's probably going to run away with it. Um, but there's a little bit of data now that's showing that, that's making me, okay, maybe not so soon, not, not, you know, this, this ain't over yet. Let's put it that way. And, uh, but when you look at this polling and you look at these trends, what's coming out right now is there's a whole lot of voters in this country that do not like the senile dementia patient and they don't like Trump. So they don't like the two old white farts. <laughs> so, so I, and I talk, how many times have I told you folks out there, you people, mi gente, how many times have I told you we need to move on from the relics that are in Washington, and that's on the, the Democrat side especially, but it's also on the Republican side. We don't need to continue to put relics like McConnell to, in this leadership of the Senate. The guy leading the Senate isn't much better off than Joe Brandon Biden or uh, Fetterman, the, the senator from Philadelphia or uh, Pennsylvania. I'm sorry. Um we don't need these relics anymore. And, 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 and I, I speak all the time and I will continue to speak that we need to move on. We need to move on from Lindsey Graham, from McConnell, from Kissinger, from Cheney. Well, Cheney's already gone and Kissinger's gone, but, but we need to move on from these relics that are in the, in the House and in the Senate. Uh, especially, uh, anyone who's been there for 30, 40, 50 plus years. They need to go. They need to go. And, and now it, look, I, again, <clears throat> things can change. And I still think Trump's going to get this nomination, but there are a whole lot of people out there that are starting to, to tell the pollsters, we don't like either one of these old white farts. We don't want the senile dementia patient to get four more years, but we also, we're not so crazy about the other old guy running for president because that guy's almost 80. So I mean I, and and you know what's funny If you go back to a few of my shows, I don't know. You might have to go back two, three, four, five months ago. But I said that age was not only going to be an issue for Biden, that eventually people were going to look at Trump and go, you know what? We we had the old fart now and the dementia patient. Maybe we shouldn't go back to another old guy. Maybe we should move on. Maybe we should take make the transition to a younger, more vibrant Republican Party uh, or independent party, however you want to look at it. But maybe it's time. Maybe it's time for Rajiv Maybe it's time for a Ron DeSantis. Uh, who knows? Who knows? But, but I do believe there needs to be a shift, and we need to get away from these eighty-year-olds and these seventy-year-olds that are that are that are running this country to the ground. Because I've said it before. <clears throat> And mostly this is with Democrats, but there are some Republicans like Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell that will not let go of the power. They will – look at uh, – what is the lady's name? I'm going to – oh, my gosh. I'm going to have a Biden moment myself. Um, but uh, um, oh, is the senator from, from California who has to be wheeled in everywhere. They're having to answer for her. She's – my goodness. This lady is – uh Maybe all she can do is breathe right now but she's not making decisions on her own she's not answering questions they're telling her what to say how is that representing the state of uh, the the state of uh, California so these relics have to go. The relics have to go. And now, like I said, there's new polling out. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. But uh, by the way, by the way, this is the America's Web Radio Station. I am Victor Armanderis, there is. And this is the On Point with Victor Show. Uh, thanks all of you guys for tuning in. And uh, whenever you listen, whether you're listening live or you listen later on Apple Podcast or, or uh, Spotify or however you find me, uh, on my website, on America's Web Radio's website, wherever you listen to me, thank you all for listening. You guys are great. The show is continuing to grow, grow, and grow, and uh, and it's not going unnoticed. So, you listeners, give yourself a big hand. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I, you know, there. There is something to be said and something showing up in the polling. And that's why I wanted to, wanted to start with today, uh, because it looks like the, the, the American public, the voters getting tired of the two old farts. <laughs> now, the media and the Democrats, I stand by this. The Democrats and the media, they want Trump to be the nominee. They want Biden to stay there. They want it to be a Trump versus Biden fight. That's what they want because that's their ratings. MSNBC that had fallen into the tank, now their ratings are up again because they're Trump, Trump, Trump. 24-7 Trump Without Trump, NBC goes away Without Trump, CNN goes even lower than they already are Uh, So they all need Trump I mean, that's what's so funny about this It's so funny because they can look at you And lie through their teeth And tell you how much they hate Trump When they actually love Trump They love Trump They can't get enough of Trump MSNBC won't know what to do with themselves If there's Trump to kick around So trust me when I tell you the Democrats, the media, they want Trump to be the nominee. And if you doubt me, if you doubt me, which you by now you should know better than to doubt me. I mean, I'm not on the level of the godfather yet, but you really ought to not doubt me. You ought to know that by now. And and what I'm saying is, is these when you look at how much the media thrives off of Trump you ought to know they don't want to get rid of Trump. They want Trump to be the nominee. The Democrats want Trump to be the nominee. All of them do, because they need it for ratings. And the Democrat thinks they actually thinks they could, they think they can beat him. I mean, they don't think this dementia patient's going to beat anybody, but they do think he can beat Trump. And and this is what is is kind of becoming a dynamic right now as you look and dive into the polling and you see where the American people as we get closer to twenty twenty four. And look, a lot of this is going to really come out and change and come out into the open when we really get into February or March of next year. When the, when Iowa happens and New Hampshire happens and we really get into this primary season next year. You're really going to see a consolidation of the voters when they're starting to pay attention. I believe they're starting to pay attention now, which is why we're seeing these trends start to trend towards where – where, I, I mean a huge – folks, it's like 70-something percent of – and that's Democrats and Republicans that don't like Biden and they don't like Trump and 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 they're they're citing age. That's the funny part about it. I mean, there's plenty of people that that, that when you mention Biden's name, they the first word that comes to their mind is senile. That showed up in some of the polling folks. That's what's that's funny too. So there's a poll out there that was revealing that the first thing that comes to you Americans minds when they think of Biden is the word senile. <laughs> I mean, and why not? I mean, the guy is, you know, the guy's suffering, the guy. That's why I call him the dementia patient, because you can't look at Biden and not understand that that man is in declining health. His mental stability is not there. He's just lacking heavily in his mental capability. You can look at the way he walks. You can look at the way Joe Biden walks and you can tell that man has dementia uh, and, and some <laughs> senile as well, I guess. But. But the voters, now that they're starting to pay attention, look, summer's over. School's back in session. People are having to face the realities that they're living paycheck to paycheck. Folks, that's another thing. Uh, This poll, uh, uh, this data showing over 60 percent of the families in this country are living paycheck to paycheck. That means they're going every two weeks or every month or so and barely making ends meet. Why? Because of Joe Biden. Why? Because of the Democrat Party. The, you are now paying for folks. I was out in in um, uh, visiting. I, I don't know. I took a two-hour more drive this past weekend. We went down to a place, and uh, it was a little bit of a drive. And and I was in some places where gas in the state of Georgia gas was already right at four dollars a gallon. That's pretty messed up. And 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 if you are a family or or an individual who's living. Paycheck to paycheck, every time the gas goes up, that is killing your budget. If you're already at $3 a gallon for gas and you're already struggling, you're going to struggle how much more at $4 a gallon? I mean, folks, it's ridiculous. All of this is Joe Biden's fault. Joe Biden just did. Look at the policy now he's doing for food stamps, something he's trying to do with food stamps. It's rising the cost of food another 15%. How many families out there that are struggling already are going to be able to take another 15 percent increase in food cost and another how knows how who knows how much increase in gas prices? Gas is going up. It's not coming down. And if I'm in the state of Georgia and I'm finding gas already hitting four dollars, imagine what California's gas prices are, what New York gas prices are, what Massachusetts gas prices are. This kills The lower income people. This kills the middle class. And Joe Biden and the Democrat Party is doing their best to see how fast they can ruin the lives of the middle class in this country and the lower class in this country. Look, if you're an elitist, you don't care about gas prices. If you're an elitist. And you're up there hobnobbing with your technological friends and everything. You're not worried about gas prices. If you're in Washington, you've got the taxpayer credit card. You're not worried about food costs, and you're not worried about gas prices. My goodness, you have people bringing food to your door every day. But most of the American people can't do that. Over 60% of the American families in this country right now, in this country, the richest, the greatest country on the planet, because of stupid politicians and a ridiculous authoritarian socialist party that is the Democrat Party. Because of those people in Washington that are so many Americans that are in the greatest country in the world, but they can't make ends meet. They're having trouble making ends meet month to month. Because of what Joe Biden, the dementia patient and his puppet masters and the rest of that authoritarian Democrat party is doing to you. And they're target, they're not targeting the sports players. They're not targeting the elite politi- politicians. Of course not. That's them. They're not targeting the elite technological people in California. Well, the ones that are left in California. They're not, uh, they're not going after Hollywood. They're not going after big CEOs. No. They're going after you. The middle class. If you're in the lower bottom, the middle or the upper, they're coming after you. The gas prices hurt you the most. The inflation hurts you the most. Food costs hurt you the most. All of the things that Joe Biden and his stupid policies are causing, all of, all of his policies are causing you to have a more pain in your life because everything you do is costing you more. Everything you do. So. That is starting to come out because now people and, and and even, you know, I say all that to tell you this. The polling is still showing people the first thing they think of is too old when they hear Biden's name and they hear Trump's name. They hear Biden's name and they think of a senile dementia patient who was too old to be president. They don't want him in 2024. And then when you say Trump's name, unfortunately, this is this is how good the media is. Look, Donald J. Trump is probably the the cleanest, (laughs) honest, and, and look, I say honest. I don't know if the guy's honest in his personal life or whatever. I don't know. But when it comes to the scrutiny of whether this guy is corrupt or not, you can't look at Donald Trump and say he's corrupt. There is no evidence, and he is the most investigated person, not just the most investigated president. Donald J. Trump is the most investigated person on the planet. I mean, folks, it goes back to Stalinism. Show me the person and I will show you the crime or or show me the person and I'll find the crime. Most of the people in this country could not withstand the scrutiny that had that and the investigation that Donald Trump has withstood because even though they couldn't find anything for four five six years they finally got to a point where they could trump up and finally they they said screw. Um Precedent. Screw the Norman out, you know the the norma- normalities of, of uh, how we treat former presidents, and screw all that. They finally said, throw it all out the window. You manufacture a crime somehow. You you look. We all know that you can take a grand jury and you can you can indict a ham sandwich. So they finally said, no holds bar. You go create what you have to create. You convince the the. Uh, the grand jury, what you have to convince them of, and you get indictments. We'll worry about it later when it all gets thrown out of court and when they, uh, whether it makes it the Supreme Court or not. Most of these cases, I think all of them are going to be thrown out. There's not going to be a conviction for Trump. They will take these trials and go on and on and on with these trials, but they're not going to get convictions. I don't think – now. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not going to get convictions up in New York or places like that. Uh, but I think the appellate courts will throw them out. So, all right, folks, we got to take a break. We will be right back. Don't you go anywhere. This is the Mexican Not Afraid to be American. I am Victor Armendares, and this is the On Point with Victor Show.
1: Listening to America's Web Radio on the Americas Broadcast Network.com. Thank you for listening.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the America's Web Radio Station. I am Victor and There is the Mexican, not afraid to be a <laughs> All right. Now listen, I've got, I'm going to have to clarify because I've, I've got some listeners already uh, chiming in and, and listen, thank you again. You listeners are awesome. You're awesome. And I love it when you keep my, uh, keep my uh or hold my feet to the fire so to speak (laughs) so um yeah we've i i've got uh, listen i got an awesome listener you guys hear me talk about my listeners down in florida all the time love them to death um all my listeners down there are just amazing uh especially the one who is not afraid to be vocal in daytona (laughs) i will say but uh but listen what i well this is let me tell you what i mean look i I, you know, I do. I bring you honest analysis here on the On Point with Victor show. Uh, I, I, I believe in common sense and logic, and that's what you're going to get here. You're going to get direct talk. I'm not going to, um, you know, s- float around the issues or anything like that. And and, and uh, I don't put my finger up and wave and see which way the people are going. You know, that's I'm just not going to do a show like that. Uh, so I want to bring. I I want. Why I'm telling you this? Why am I? Why am I talking about the the old guys? Uh, because I want you to understand where what we 're seeing because i wouldn't be doing um, i wouldn 't be doing justice to any listeners out there if i didn 't bring the data that I see in the polls and again. Polling, you can take with a grain of salt, but trends, you can take a little bit more. You can extrapolate more from trends, and you can extrapolate from the data, and you can kind of see where the country's going. doesn't mean things aren't going to change. I'm just telling you where we were a couple of weeks ago is different than where we are today, and I didn't see this coming. I really didn't. Because Trump was going up and up after every indictment. But this last indictment, he didn't get the bump that we've seen before. So it makes me believe there might be a ceiling. I don't know this for sure. My personal feeling, my gut feeling is I don't think Trump's at his ceiling yet because I think there's a lot of people that when they start these trials – it's going to really piss off a lot of people, and I think they're going to consolidate around Trump. I do. Uh, I still think that's going to happen. Um, and and don't understand, I'm not equating Trump to Biden. Now, I, I am just telling you what the poll is showing, that the polling, the data, the trends are showing that an overwhelming amount of the American – Now, again, this is – you're talking about sample sizes. So it's really hard to say – Other than statistically through the sample size of the polling and the trending that there are people out there, there are voters out there in an overwhelmingly fashion that are saying that both candidates and this is Biden's fault. This is the Democrats fault. Uh, This is why age is coming up. This is why age is coming up. It's all because of Biden. So but it's not a all, all of a bad thing that people are saying, well, Trump's old, too. Because the other thing they're saying when they hear Trump's name is, oh, well, they think criminal and they think uh, uh, corruption. And this is what blows my mind, because, again, what I said before the break, Donald Trump is probably the cleanest, honest, most pre- president we've had in I don't know how long. Because they've investigated the snot out of this guy, and they couldn't find anything. They had to go make up, get a grand jury, and make up, and bend the rules to to oblivion to get an indictment from New York over that stupid whatever that that case is in New York. Then to get the indictment in in Georgia from Fannie Fannie Willis. I, I mean, they're having to stretch and stretch and stretch to try to indict Trump, and they're doing it because they want to make it look like he's a criminal. But look at what this has done. Look at the power. Of the media, and this is what drives me nuts, because so many people out there through this polling, when they hear Trump's name, they say, Oh, criminal or corruption. That's ridiculous. How can you not hear Biden now? I understand when you hear Biden's name, the first thing you think of is is senile. I understand, because the man is suffering from dementia. But he's also we have there's so much evidence out there that's showing that there there is definitely a link of criminality. There has to be. When you have this much circumstantial evidence coming out that the money that Hunter's taken, the money that Hunter's paid to 10% to the big guy, we know the big guy is, is, is Biden. We know it's Joe Biden. So we know, and we know Joe Biden brought, um, uh, told the, uh, what was it, quid pro quo with Ukraine. You fire that, uh, prosecutor or you're not getting a billion dollars. It's all right there for you to see, it's on film. We know Joe Biden had the guy fired. We know Joe Biden's got money from Ukraine. We know that they've gotten money the family. Let's let me put it this way. Because they haven't found the direct link of money actually landing in the hand of Joe Biden, but we know that Hunter and the rest of that Biden family has gotten pieces of millions of dollars from the Ukraine, from Russia, from from uh, wherever else they could. We know this, and we know through the emails of the laptop, which is Hunter Biden's. That's that's irrefutable truth. It's Hunter Biden's laptop, and we know that Joe Biden is referred to as ten percent for the big guy. So we know the payments are big. We know Hunter Biden was paying fifty thousand or something dollars a month to rent a house from his daddy, the dementia patient Joe Biden. Have you ever heard of a house that's $50,000 to rent or a father that would charge his son that much? No, you do that when you're just filtering money through from one place to the other. So, look, any common sense person can look at this and go, they may not ever prove and find the money directly going to Joe Biden's hand. But if you think Joe Biden's not corrupt and he's up to his neck in corruption, then you're out of your mind. But because the media won't cover anything, because your mainstream media won't cover any of the evidence coming out against Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, all they will do is continue to put lies forth about Trump. Look what the American people do. They see Biden and think senile old man. They see Trump and they think corruption and that he's also old. So I would rather them look at Trump and say that he's old than to say he's corrupt, because my goodness, there is no evidence or proof or anything that shows that Trump is corrupt. Just because Trump believed the, the, the election was stolen, it is not a crime to believe the election was stolen from you. If it is a crime to believe the election was stolen from you, then Hillary Clinton should be behind bars. Not for all the other stuff she did, but because she sat and said 2016 was not a fair election. She said it was stolen from her. She said Trump was an illegitimate president. Hillary Clinton said that. Why is it she in jail? Stacey Abrams, to this day, will not concede the either governor's races. The first one that she clearly lost and the second one that she clearly lost. But she was going around after she lost the first one saying that she won. She was saying she won and that Kemp stole it from her. Did not happen. And she's not in jail. John Kerry said the election was stolen from him. He's not in jail. Pelosi and the rest of the Democrats said that Bush stole it from Gore. None of them are in jail. So now you're telling me that you're going to go after Trump because he believed the election was stolen from him? Of all the scenarios, probably the most evidence of tampering with an election would have been 2020 and Donald Trump's election. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that it was stolen. I'm not going to go down that road and have that debate. But I am just saying there's a lot more circumstantial evidence that showed that there was hanky-panky going on in 2020 than there was in the year 2000 with Bush versus Gore, than there was in 16 with Hillary versus Clinton. I mean, uh, <laughs> Hillary versus, Hillary versus, he may be versus Bill. I don't know. Uh, but Hillary versus Trump, uh, when, when, uh, Bush versus Kerry, Uh, there was way more circumstantial evidence or, 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 or reason to believe that there might be some hanky-panky going on in 2020 than there was in any of those other races. But yet the Democrats, look at how many Democrats stood on the House floor when, when, when the election was being certified by Joe Biden back in 2016, when he certified, or 2017, when he certified the election. Look at what the Democrats are doing. They were all coming to the floor saying, uh, we challenged this election. This election wasn't right. This election, we challenged those electors. They were outright challenging the electors. It's all on film. And somehow, because they have a D by their name, that's not denying an election, but Donald J. Trump comes along and goes, my goodness, there could be some fraud here and they want to persecute this. They want to prosecute and persecute him and put him in jail forever. That's just insane. That is insane. But that is how good the media is to do what they do. That's how dishonest the media is in this country. 98 or so percent of the media in this country is so dishonest, but look how effective they are. Look how effective they are. So I'm just telling you what the polling. Now, I am not equating equating and saying that Trump is too old to be president. I don't hear me say that, because just because Joe Biden has uh, dementia and can't uh, walk upstairs or downstairs, uh, you look at Trump and you don't see that. When you look at Trump, that man's firing on all cylinders. My goodness, he may be firing better today than he was ten years ago. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling you what the polling is showing now. You know, with your own eyes, when you see Trump at a rally, you see Trump going state to state, rally after rally. The man just doesn't look tired. The man doesn't look. The man is a hundred percent there. So, if the choice comes down between the, the senile dementia patient and and Donald Trump, who people for some reason they believe they too many people believe the media, uh, I it's it's not a question. Of course, we're going to go with Trump. Of course we're gonna to go to, I honestly believe still that Trump's gonna win this nomination and I do believe Trump's going to, to, uh, take the, uh, the 2024 election by landslide. And listen, I've got more to say about that because There's more. Again, if you look at the polls and you take deep dives, you can extrapolate a lot of data and a lot of data. Now, just because people think that he's old, too, and all that doesn't mean they're not going to support him. I'm just telling you that I do think there's a movement in this country that once when we get past Biden and when we get let's I'm just let's just say Trump is elected in 2024. By the time we get to 2028, Trump is going to be pretty old. And and you as well as I do, anybody out there who is over the age of 50, You know that you wake up one day and all of a sudden you're going, holy crap, my back hurts. Oh, my gosh, where's this pain coming from in my leg? You know it as well as I do. I mean, I woke up a few weeks ago and had a freaking heart attack. So we know that when we reach a certain age that things can happen pretty quick, that we can go downhill. So all I'm saying is I do think that the data showing that that maybe in this country that let's say Trump is elected in 2024, by the time we get to 2028. I don't think people are going to want to nominate old dudes anymore. I think we are going to go. And look, I'm not saying to go elect somebody who's 30 years old or 35, whatever the, the requirement is, uh, because there is something called experience. And I don't believe in this political experience crap. I believe in real life experience. I have no problem with Ravi There's They're going to attack him now, and they're going to say that he's – I mean, listen to what Pence is saying about Uh They're going to attack him now. The, the Trump people are going to attack him. And look, Trump people are going to attack him because they don't want him to go up in the polls. Uh, Pence and the Democrats will attack Robbiswamy because they're actually afraid of him. Uh, and and look, Robbiswamy not going to be the nominee. All right. He's not going to be the nominee, but he may be a future player down the road. And we need somebody like him. We need Robbiswamy Swami's a smart dude with a lot of experience, created billion dollar companies. We need somebody like that. So. And, and and Ron DeSantis, we need somebody like Ron DeSantis. The guy's in his 40s, and he's sharp as a tack, got great experience. Um, when you look at Robert Swami, he's got great business and real-world experience. When you look at DeSantis, he has real experience from being in the military. He's got the real-world experience, and he's running a state, and he's doing a fantastic job. Ron DeSantis is undoubtedly the best governor in these United States, and I don't think that can be denied. I don't think that can be denied. So so we have a good bench. Listen, our bench is way better, and I say ours even though I do not consider myself to be a Republican. Uh, I'm a conservative first. Uh, I'm a conservatarian because I have some libertarian leanings too. But we have to work with what we have, and the Republican Party is our best chance to put this country back on track as long as we elect the right people. And with the Republican Party, look at our – this is what you need and, – and this is what I'll say to Trump supporters, to, to the diehard Trump supporters. Look, I, I support Trump, uh, but I'm not a sycophant to Trump. And I know a lot of you out there are, are diehard supporters for Trump. So look at it this way. Be happy that you – that we've got somebody like Trump. And here's the other thing about Trump. When you talk about experience – And here's where Trump can get past his age when people say, oh, he's almost as old as Biden. Hey, maybe, but you know what? He's 100% there mentally and and Trump still manages all of his faculties and Trump. Has four years experience of already being president, and with that experience, what did Trump do? He had the best economy in I don't know how many years. He had the best foreign policy in I don't know how many years. He's the only modern day president to not get us in another war. It took Biden how how many zero sixty and and what would be good for a car? Well, in my terms, I think zero sixty in under three seconds is a great time. Biden got us into another conflict, an armed conflict, another war, just about as quick as he could say war. But who didn't get us in an armed conflict? Who didn't get us in a new conflict? That was Donald J. Trump. That was Donald J. Trump. So Donald Trump, his best argument for another four years is his first four years. And that's where he needs to go back to. He needs to be campaigning on his first four years. And I'm telling you, Trump is a hands-down winner when he does that. Because Trump's policies were second to none, he had one of the best economies. He had the lowest unemployment for Black folks, the lowest unemployment for Hispanics, the lowest unemployment for Asians. I believe he was right there with the with the most women having jobs than any be- time before. So Trump's record is amazing, and this is why this is why he can get look. I I I, I want to tell you what the people and what a lot of voters are saying through this polling. But that doesn't mean it can't be overcome by Trump. Look, if anybody can overcome this, it can be Donald J. Trump. It really can, uh, because he's got the experience because, and listen, I understand experience is, is it plays a part, but I do believe we're going to get to 2028. And people aren't going to look to people like Mike Pence to be the experienced guy to elect. They're going to look at people like Ron DeSantis. They're going to look at people like Ravashwamy. We've got a good bench. We've got, look, Nikki Haley is good. Um, the lady, uh, Nikki, um, Nikki Gnomes, yes, sir, uh, from South Dakota. Um, she is, uh, not Nikki, uh, what is her first name? I don't remember, I'm gonna to have to look it up now, I don't remember, but, uh, but we know, but Gnomes, the, the, the governor in South Dakota, uh, she is an up and comer. Uh, there are, when you look at the Republican bench, we have very good people, and we have some good Make America First people. Ron DeSantis and Ravaswami are probably the two clo- best candidates who are closest to Trump. We need them, um, I think Nikki Haley is too much of an establishment, but she 's still a she 's a fire brand and 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 she does have some good ideas and I do think she 'd be a good vP and I think down the road she could be a good a good president one day um, i, I don 't want to go back to the establishment so i do but I do think Nikki Haley could be could be really she understands make america great again she worked under trump she she understands it she's just trying to court that establishment road right now and uh but i think she could be good she really i think she could uh tim scott tim scott's this guy it has a great future in front of him so look at the bit now look at the democrats who do they have who do they have They have the dementia patient right now. They've got an authoritarian douchebag in – I shouldn't say that. They have an authoritarian whack job in California in Newsom. They have Bernie freaking Sanders who's 150 years old who is – what was he doing in New Hampshire the other day, folks? When you see Bernie Sanders start to go to New Hampshire and and put a little dig into Biden – I mean, Bernie Sanders had the audacity the other day in New Hampshire to make a dig at Biden's age. The last time I checked, Bernie Sanders is about 150 freaking years old. But you know the difference? The difference is Bernie Sanders is 100% there, still manages all his faculties. But when Bernie Sanders – you you pay attention, folks. You pay attention when you see Bernie Sanders go to New Hampshire. Listen, they don't think Biden is going to be able to be the nominee for 2020, 2024, which is another thing I want to get to today. But, uh, but let me just finish this up. So, so don't, don't take offense to, to me bringing the news and, and doing my analysis on what some voters are saying. Uh, because listen, the, things are going, things can change. I, I, I'm seeing things kind of change right now. Ron DeSantis had a very good debate the other night. He had a very, he came out of there, uh, gold. Uh, Ramaswamy came out of there gold. Uh, everybody else to me was a mediocre and I don't think they're gonna see a lot. I think you're gonna see a little bump with Nikki Haley. I don't think you're gonna see a big bump, but, uh, but I think she's, she is getting people to look at her because of that debate. Uh, but the two that really shined and, and whether you thought they shined or not, I'm just telling you what the people, what, what people are saying, what voters are saying. Uh, Ron DeSantis came out of there the winner of that debate. And now, Here's what I'll say too about Ron DeSantis. Florida has a, a, another hurricane that's barreling down. I think it's headed straight for Tampa. Uh, and it's gonna go right across Florida. And, and hopefully this won't get any stronger than a Cat 3. I hope it doesn't even make it to a Cat 3. But where this storm is heading and the warm waters that's gonna go through, it's gonna be a pretty strong storm. And it's gonna hit that curve, they, what they call the curve of Florida, which hasn't been hit by a cur- hurricane, I don't know if ever. So, there's going to be some storm surge. There's going to be a lot of water. There's going to be some damage. And um, Ron DeSantis is all over this. He suspended his campaign uh yesterday to deal with the shooting and to deal with the the hurricane. So I am telling you, this is what I mean by events change things. So while Trump was riding high from the indictments, it looks like that's leveled off. And and then the debate happened and people started going, wow, we got to look at this DeSantis guy again. And now with the storm hitting and with the shooting, we are seeing, and the people of this country now, are uh, they're seeing real leadership in action. Because Ron DeSantis doesn't have to campaign for the next week or so. All he has to do is govern. The, the best campaign that's going to come out of this uh, for the next couple of weeks is going to be Ron DeSantis governing the state of Florida. He's going to maneuver them through this storm. He's go he's he's already, you see how he's handling the shooting. I mean, he did the best that any politician could do. Um the sheriff, my goodness, did you see what the sheriff said about the shooting in Jacksonville? Uh the sheriff, who's black, by the way. He looked at the media and said, I could take my gun off right now, put it on the table, and this gun's not going to do anything to you. The gun is not the problem. The shooter, the person, the individual is the problem. Now, whether this individual, which we know has mental issues, yeah, he might be a racist uh, douchebag. But he had mental issues, and I believe this guy – we're going to find out this guy was young – when he was younger was in a mental institution or they knew had problems. And then why was he free? Why did they let him go? Why wasn't he getting help? They're going – you what I'm saying here is you're going to see the media go after Ron DeSantis. They're going to try to convince you that Ron DeSantis killed those people in Jacksonville, not the shooter, not the individual. But look what the sheriff said. The sheriff, the black sheriff, had the courage to look at the media and go, the gun is not the problem. The individual who committed the crime is the problem, and this is a crime. Whether he's a mental case or not, it's a crime. And the media doesn't want you to know that that black sheriff said that. They don't want you to know that because the media is trying to make this all about the gun. And actually – Actually, they're not even making it about the gun. They're blaming Ron DeSantis. The media is actually trying to convince you that Ron DeSantis pulled the freaking trigger and killed these people, killed these black folks in that Dollar General store. So this is how awful the media can be, how awful they can be. But I am telling you right now, because Ron DeSantis is running for president and more people know who he is now and because he had a very good debate the other night. People are going to watch what he does in Florida, and and, and with the hurricane barreling down, it's awful. I, I wish the hurricane wasn't going to hit, but this hurricane, by hitting, it's going to allow people to observe what a leader can do when a leader does things right. And Ron DeSantis has Florida firing on all cylinders, even with this hurricane bearing down on them. Ron DeSantis is out in front of this hurricane, and he's going to do the things that need to be done. He's going to put people in place to where they need to be. He's going to treat and 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 respond. The difference between how the Biden administration responded to the Hawaiian fires, how the Democrats responded—look, there's no Republicans in sight in Maui. Uh, they're they're mostly Democrats. That state is run by. Supermajority of Democrats and look how they failed the people of Hawaii. Know that Florida and their people, I mean, in Hawaii, the fire. And then people are going to be able to watch and see how Ron DeSantis handles this, this hurricane. And they're going to see what real leadership is. That's going to be the best campaign that he could ever do. All right, folks, we'll be right back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, and now we're back. <laughs> so I might have jumped the gun. Uh, look, folks, I, I am eager. I am eager to to uh, to let you guys know what I'm thinking and, and and my analysis. So so again, look. Let me sum that up so I can move on a little bit. Um, so basically, you have people that obviously Biden is not. Look, I. One of the things I want to move on to is because I, I really, I, I am really starting to doubt that Biden can be the nominee, and I think more and more Democrats are are behind the scenes. They don't want Biden to be their nominee in twenty twenty four. But you know what? Who's on their bench? The fake Indian? You think the fake Indian's going to do any better? Nobody wants Kamala Harris, the the authoritarian guy in in California, Newsom. Who wants him? So I mean, they have an awful bench, and they know it. But I still think they're, they're going to, to try to get Biden and, and Kamala off this ticket. And it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to watch. So, so I just, I just want to, you to understand where, where, how things can change very rapidly in this country because things can change fast. And and when you look at um, events, events can change things on a dime. And just in the past few weeks now, we're seeing more, you know, just voters out there that are that are really starting to. And these are Democrat voters, too, that are saying that Biden is too old. He's got he's got problems. The guy they when they hear Biden, they associate him with being senile. The man is a dementia patient. (laughs) I mean, and so. The voters aren't wrong there. And, and, and look, and, and, and again, again, let me, let me clarify. I'm not saying Trump can't perform the duties of the president just because he's almost as old as Biden. I'm just saying people are noticing and they're starting to say, well, if you're saying this and then this, when that game's not going to fly. And I told you why, because Trump has the best, his best best argument is his four years that he already did, his experience as president already. And then when you see Trump do these rallies and you see Trump on, get on and off of his airplane and go into these stupid indictments, you can see Trump is a hundred percent there. This is the difference. This is the difference. And, and, and the, and the listener and Daytona points this out very well, very well. Donald J. Trump is performing today like, I would say, probably like a 35 or 40-year-old. There is no doubt in my mind. Donald J. Trump has his faculties 100% in line, and Donald J. Trump can do a one-hour or two-hour rally. Dude, That, ladies and gentlemen, that is something that 40 and 50-year-olds are doing or would like to do. But I don't know if anybody out there can do a rally like Trump. So there's there's definitely that to be said, because when Donald Trump get look, they keep indicting him, and now they want to they want to have trials right before Super Tuesday next year. All they're going to do is make more people. This is why I said I don't believe Trump's at a ceiling. I do believe that more people are going to rally to him, and more people are going to vote for him, and he will get the nomination. I, I I'm telling you, I, I do believe it might be more of a fight than I thought it would be. But I still think Trump's going to come out victorious, and 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 I believe wholeheartedly that Trump will win. And if he's the nominee, he's going to beat the pants off of whoever the Democrats put up. And I think it's because of the 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 the, the state of the economy. That with gas prices, look, there's no tools in the toolbox that the Democrats are willing to use to reduce the price of gas. They can't release. We don't have any more strategic reserves. They've almost depleted it. So I don't. That's not going to work they They pissed off the Saudis, so that 's not going to work so you you 've got to look at, at at I just believe that pocketbook policies are going to make people independents leave the Democrats and they will vote for the republican candidate and if it 's trump, i think uh, i I believe trump here 's where Trump has an advantage and and uh, let me say let me go ahead and get to this. I don't know if you guys saw. And David, did you have a comment? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, let me let Dave. Let me get Dave in here, and then uh, and then I'm going to tell you something that Trump can do, that's going to even make him win even by a bigger margin, I believe. But uh, go ahead, David.
1: You know, you mentioned it, and obviously it is a very big thing, and that's the hurricane. But there's Mm -hmm. there's something behind this, and it's and the media hadn't started saying anything about it. Right. But America's Web Radio is going to. Absolutely. Let's do a little litmus test. Okay. Now, how long did it take your president, Mr. (laughs) Dementia, to get to Hawaii?
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, let's see. First, he had to go from the Delaware Beach to Tahoe. He had to sit around Tahoe for a week. Then he made it to Hawaii for about five seconds. So... How long is it going to take Mr. Dementia to get to Florida? Oh, goodness. I You know, you know what, David? That's a great point. And, and people should be aware of that. Absolutely. What is, what is our president doing to Florida?
1: You yeah. know, Ron, I watched Ron DeSantis uh, mm-hmm. in his press conference mm-hmm. this morning. Right, yeah, I did too. And, you know, I hate to use this term, but it's a good military term. Ron DeSantis has his shit together. <laughs> he does. And he does. You know, uh-huh. he was pointing to this. we have worried mm-hmm. on this.
0: We got two hundred and eighty-five extra ambulances. He, we got he, he, absolutely, David. He's got extra EMT lined up. He has power people. He has power line workers in Florida already. Two hundred thousand. Uh, I, I think it was over two hundred thousand. At the ready. So as soon as the storm passes, he doesn't. We don't have to wait for the caravan to come down. He already has them there. So the I mean, it's thing, amazing. Though, is, as I recall, Florida is
1: still part of the United States. Absolutely, it's led by uh, an old fart named Biden.
0: <laughs> right. It couldn't find Hawaii. I wonder if he can find if he Florida. can find Florida. I, you know, David, it's a good point because first of all, and in, in watch the difference. You had the Democrats in Hawaii crying and begging. Oh, what is the federal government going to do? You won't hear Ron DeSantis one time look at Washington and go, "Hey, what are you going to do for me?" Because Ron DeSantis is already doing it. Ron DeSantis already figured, and that's the difference in leadership. And that's what what uh, David. It's a great point because they're not. This is the reason why the media is going after Ron DeSantis right now and trying to convince people that Ron DeSantis shot those people himself in the dollar. I mean, I'm not kidding, folks. They're they're basically blaming Ron DeSantis as if he pulled the trigger uh, in the dollar store, and they're doing it because they're terrified of Ron DeSantis because. When you look at the leadership difference, and and David points it out perfectly, you look at the response of the dementia patient to Hawaii, and and what's the dementia patient going to do in Florida? Now, I will say this, David, I wouldn't doubt that the Democrats will try their hardest to get the dementia patient to Florida, because they're they're going to be outdone by DeSantis. It's going to be so obvious. The difference in leadership between DeSantis getting things done, just like you said, there's no better term, or way, to, better way to put it, probably, than the military term of, 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 of he's got his shit together because he has lined up everything the guy has everything ready to fire on all cylinders in florida no matter how bad this hurricane is hopefully this hurricane won't get to the level that it could get to but if it does Ron DeSantis has florida prepared he has the people prepared he has everything ready to go to 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 respond to this storm and i will tell you i'll bet you they try and get the dementia patient down there and what's the dementia patient going to do he's just going to clog things up uh but they're not going to want to be outshined they're not going to be one out, out, outshined and and that's the difference in leadership, David, and that's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. You, know,
1: you wonder, wouldn't, wouldn't you like to just walk into the uh, Oval Office? Where's the hurricane?
0: Oh, man. <laughs> I would love to ask him a lot of things. But, uh, I, you know, here's the other thing, David. When you saw in Hawaii... What do the Democrats do? They don't actually tell you the actual source of the fire. We now know, ladies and gentlemen, the fire wasn't – and I told you before, climate change had nothing to do with the fire in Hawaii. That fire was be, was partially because of stupid Democrat policies and and the power company that didn't do what they should have been doing. That's how that fire was started. And But what do the Democrats do? Oh, climate change. They still to this day are trying to blame not themselves and accept the fault of their policies. They're trying to convince the people of Hawaii and everywhere else that it was climate change. And now they're already trying to convince you that the hurricane that's about to hit Florida is climate change. Ron DeSantis isn't going to stand around and allow these idiots to lie to the people. Ron DeSantis will, will, will handle this and, and I think it's going to, and that's why I said the best campaign that's going to ha- campaigning that's going to happen out of all these candidates over the next week or two is going to be Ron DeSantis. And it's not going to be actual campaigning because he suspended his campaign. It's going to be the fact that he's governing. They, the fact that he's governing.
1: Now yeah. Somebody like Fox News or, or one of the more conservative Newsmax. Mm hmm. Wouldn't you love to see them put a big damn clock on the wall?
0: (laughs) Countdown to when Biden would show up? Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I think they – well, you know, David, there are people out there that listen to this show and listen to America's Web Radio. Maybe they'll take your advice. That would be funny. You know, they should – Ron DeSantis should put a clock out or or maybe not him but maybe one of his surrogates or somebody – Put a clock out. Count down to when Biden feels it's appropriate to visit the Florida. Well, you know, now yeah.
1: I can understand. What I can understand is uh, yeah. Hawaii has, even after the fire, they still had some of the most beautiful beaches in the world. And Florida, obviously, after the hurricane... We'll have some of the most beautiful beaches in the world, so it should be the right place. Yeah, for a, go. the
0: perfect place. They're already they're already running away from California, so I'm surprised they're not. You know, if Hawaii was closer, they might. But I, you know, I I, I can't wait to see how the people of Hawaii vote this next election because if they vote for these if they continue to vote for the Democrats where was your president I mean when we exactly where was where was your Democrat authoritarian president when you needed him and what about all the Democrats who again Hawaii has a super majority Democrats they control everything and they're the ones who really really screwed this up uh, even more than Biden and his FEMA team you know the FEMA team that Biden sent they're staying in the four seasons freaking hotel, the, the $10,000 a night or something Ridiculous amount of money that they're spending on hotels while the people in Hawaii suffer with no homes and are homeless. I can tell you what Mophead will be saying. Oh, I agree.
1: With the president is doing everything possible that he can I, and she knows it for a fact because he. <laughs>
0: Twisted an extra hair or something. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I tell you, it's uh, it's going to be obvious the difference. And uh, but but the people of Hawaii, if they continue to vote for Democrats, you know, they're crazy. I, it's going to be yeah, absolutely. It, they're going to be hurting themselves. They've already hurt themselves. But now maybe they see it. Maybe they see it. Maybe they do. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, the
1: race is on. Uh, yeah. If Biden get a- <clears> the.
0: <throat> Florida faster than he did faster to Hawaii. Faster than he did to Hawaii. I would venture to say I bet he does because uh it's not just, you know, it's like I said before, Hawaii they blindly vote for Democrats. Joe Biden doesn't need Hawaii. He doesn't look at Hawaii as being a threat to his election, so he didn't make any conscious effort to get there or any rush to get there. Florida's a different story. Florida is red now thanks to Ron DeSantis, but uh Biden's not going to want to be outdone by a potential um a potential um, if if boy, I'm, listen to me. Have Biden moments. See you see. I'm getting older. I'm getting older, and it's showing. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh, Biden's not going to want to be outshined by a potential candidate that could he could face. Let me put it that way. Um, you know they should have just, a picture you know.
1: of. I can't. I can't pronounce the name of the hurricane. He, okay.
0: uh, oh, you know, I don't... I, I didn't... I saw I, it today. D-A-L-I-A- I forgot. And what is it? Idalia. Ida, uh, Idalia. Okay. Can yeah. you Now, if
1: I were running a photo op for uh, dementia... For Dementia person, Joe? I'd have a picture of him. Here comes Idalia, and Biden's like this, you know. He, Arms outstretched. He's going to save... Florida.
0: You know what's probably going to happen is Joe Brandon Dementia Patient Biden. Somebody's going to tell him that I uh, that uh, Adalia. Is about to hit Florida, and he's going to ask, "Why are Vidalia onions in Florida when I thought they were in Georgia?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah I you I wouldn't don't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him at all. But uh, but pay attention, folks. There's a lot. There's a lot happening. But here's let me say this before we get out of here. Uh, Donald Trump has an opportunity. I said a few weeks ago that Donald Trump has an opportunity to go get the black vote, and he really does, folks. Now something the media is not going to show you. When Donald Trump came to Atlanta, Georgia, in Fulton County, you have to go through the hood to get to the court. And I'm not – I'm look, anybody will tell you that. I'm not the only – it's not just me. I mean black folks that live here will tell you you've got to go through the hood to get to that court, that courthouse. And Donald Trump's uh, motorcade – they will not show you this on the media, folks, but you can look it up. That motorcade went through some of the hoods in Atlanta, Georgia – Those people were out there cheering for Donald J. Trump. Now, I know this is anecdotal evidence as to how much support of the black support vote is Donald Trump going to get. But I am telling you there is something happening out there. I told you a few weeks ago that Donald Trump could go in front of the black voter and say I'm down for the struggle because look at what they're doing to me. They're coming after me trying to put me in jail just like they – on after many of you black folks and put you in jail for what for a little marijuana or something i mean how many people did kamala how many black folks did kamala put in jail so donald trump is down for the struggle and he can use that he can go to these black areas they were cheering for him in the hood that is something happening on the ground folks black voters are ready to go to trump and trump needs to capitalize all right folks don't go anywhere uh, locked and loaded up next with roger b i'm out we'll see you next week